Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Art of Healing podcast, season three. This is Charlize, and thank you as always so much for joining me. Last week's episode is one that I am very proud of and very excited. I had a featured guest who is a practicing pharmacist, Dr. Wynn. If you missed that episode, I would definitely recommend going back and having a listen. She and I got to spend several minutes talking about medications, over-prescribing, de-prescribing. And I think it's nice to hear the conversation between a practicing physician who is a heavy prescriber because I practice internal medicine as well as with a pharmacist. So if you didn't catch that episode, definitely go back and listen. For today's episode, I wanted to kind of piggyback on uh, some of Dr. Wynn's information. And I wanted to go over some of my basics, my favorites kind of catch all as far as day to day, what supplements all of us need. Every patient at some point will ask me, what supplements should I be taking? How should I be taking them? My patients include men, women, individuals that are over the age of 16, because I only treat adults, uh, individuals that are pregnant, individuals that are being treated for diseases such as cancer, heart failure, diabetes, chronic pain, anxiety, insomnia. And pretty much everyone will ask at some point, what vitamins should I be taking? And before I started my journey into going beyond traditional medicine, so now I'm training in functional medicine and I am a Reiki master. Um, I used to be very uncomfortable with that question. I, I didn't like to answer it because, of course, there's no way to recommend one thing for all people. It's just nearly impossible because every individual is truly individual. Supplements could be a good idea, but we learn in our medical training that supplements can create problems, just like prescriptions can create problems. So this had been um, something that I would used to not be comfortable answering. However, with the luxury of having years of practice, with the luxury of um, treating diseases, experience, those kind of things, um, now is the topic that I actually truly enjoy. And in this podcast, I wanted to give kind of a catch all of um, what I think most of us may benefit from. I always have to remind listeners that although I'm a physician, this really isn't individual medical advice. And 
maybe listening to this podcast can be an inspiration for what questions to ask next time you see your physician, because you really need to get your own tailored um, recommendations. And of course, if you need to seek answers beyond that, um, I'll put some links in the show notes about, you know, learning more about like what supplements we all would want to take. But we'll review some of my basics that I end up recommending um, throughout the day as I'm treating patients and with my own like private patients. And then at the end, um, or I'll I'll include that now, um, I'll include a link from uh, an online dispensary that I do use called Full Scripts, where you can register and um, you'll find access to uh, high quality supplements that are shipped to your home. They're vetted by a medical team that's elite that reviews safety and the composition of these supplements. And then you also have resources on that website as far as learning about supplements. So Full Scripts is a the dispensary that I use in my day-to-day practice, particularly when there's a particular supplement that I'm including in someone's care. Um, so this would be where I would, I would send them to so that I know they get the brand and the quality that I desire them to have. So my first recommendation for my favorite supplement, my top, top favorite is a healthy diet. Yes. My first recommendation to every single patient is that although supplements can be handy and there are going to be times when we need to talk about individual supplements, augmenting, optimizing, even going above normal, the best thing you can do every day is to consume the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, the minerals, the micronutrients that you need in your diet. Um, As I'm learning in my functional medicine training, as many of the functional medicine experts, uh, Dr. Bland, Dr. Hyman, in their books, in their publishings, always say, you can't supplement your way out of a poor diet. So my catch-all quick uh, recommendation for this is I advise patients that on a daily basis, most of your calories should come from plants that have not been processed. Your proteins should come from the most unprocessed source that you can get proteins from. That should consist of the most of your diet that you can possibly get in. You want to attempt to eat as many colors as you can in a day. If the food has a label, it's been processed. So before you buy the food, read the label look at the bottom of the label and see if there are any vitamins or nutrients in that food. If you read the label and you discover that there are actually no vitamins in that food, it is likely a junk food and you should probably not consume it. So when I'm working with my patients and we don't have much time to review diet because diet is a study, it is a whole foundation, nutrition is a science. And I know they're asking me, you know, what should I be eating? That's my catch all um, 
advice. Beyond that, it depends on your individual needs. But for all of us, it's safe to say that you can consume leafy greens throughout your day, um, a variety if possible. Um, you should be consuming vegetables throughout your day. How you do them, you can you know do them steamed in a salad as a snack with a dip. Uh, but you need to be consuming multiple servings. So I understand this will go against what many of us kind of do by habit, especially in the standard American diet, for instance, breakfast doesn't necessarily include a vegetable. Um, it might be a cereal or a breakfast sandwich or something like that. But that's where you can start to get creative so that maybe you can start making your own omelets that you mix broccoli in or have your own omelet that you stir in spinach and mushrooms with. Um, or, uh, and I asked myself years ago and discovered, I don't really always like breakfast food. Um, that's kind of an American standard that we start our day with something sweet. Um, so if you don't really have that preference, maybe you would prefer to start your day with something vegetable based like a salad. Like, do you, do you really enjoy something sweet? You don't have to, or start your day with a healthy soup. Um, my previous guest, Dr. Wynn had mentioned, um, how she has soup for breakfast and she had been doing that as a child. So like a vegetable soup, but you can't get creative, but all in all, what you want to do is attempt to eat the vitamins, the nutrients, the micronutrients that you need in your diet. That's where you want to start. I understand that this is not easy, particularly as grocery prices are going up, inevitably food costs more. And then depending on where you live, it may be hard to have access to fresh fruits and vegetables or high quality or organic. And so my advice, and I live by this myself, is do the best you can. As long as you put in effort and intention, it is always better than just saying, oh, I'll eat whatever, I'll grab whatever. So while you're shopping and, and like, oh gosh, even my last grocery store trip, some of my favorite vegetables that I prefer to get organic weren't available. So I had to settle and purchase non-organic, but I was lucky enough to find a good vegetable wash so that I know I can soak those vegetables in the vegetable wash to get off what I can. And then I'll have some high quality vegetables. I would have preferred organic, but... We have to do the best that we can. So that's my first recommendation is a healthy diet, best that you can, understanding it won't always be perfect. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me during this podcast episode. I just want to let you know as a special gift to all my listeners, I am offering a promotion for a limited time. You can save 20% on all of my courses, on my online dispensary, and even 20% working with me individually in a one-hour consult for functional medicine or with a Reiki healing session. You will use the code Alchemy Healing when you make your purchase. Check your show notes to learn more. This special goes until June 3rd, so sign up today. Now let's return to the podcast.
My second favorite supplement for all of us, and I'm sure we could probably guess what it'll be, especially after being in an infectious pandemic for so long and recent discoveries and based on knowledge we already knew is vitamin D. So vitamin D is classified as a vitamin. It's actually a hormone. That's um, a whole other issue. And I did do a talk, we did a podcast on hormones. We did a deep dive on hormones, but vitamin D is actually a hormone. Um, but for a variety of reasons, most individuals are probably low. So most of us can benefit from taking additional vitamin D. You want to consume it again, like we said in the first recommendation that we want to try to eat it with mushrooms, fish that are high in fat that are good for you, like anchovies, sardines and salmon, um, uh, leafy greens. But um, even with consuming it, if you have your blood levels checked, which if possible, you want to speak with your daughter, doctor, your nurse practitioner, uh, your physician assistant, whoever's taking care of you about possibly checking your blood levels for vitamin D and then seeing where you lie. So if your level is, you know, less than 20, you're probably severely low. If you're between 20 and 40, you're probably deficient. If you have more than 40 on that lab value, you're probably okay. However, that's something you need to review with the person taking care of you, the professional medical professional taking care of you. And, um, Taking a supplement anywhere from 800 IUs to 2000 IUs is generally a good idea for most of us. Um, I have noticed that since the pandemic, and we all learned that having enough vitamin D could help you fight off the coronavirus, that a lot of people start taking extremely high doses of it, which is um, can cause actually the same problems you're trying to combat. So having too much vitamin D could make your joints ache, cause kidney stones, and can actually be dangerous. Um, I'm hearing some amounts of like 5,000 IUs, 10,000 IUs or more. And my advice would be that before taking very high doses of vitamin D, you need to know your blood level, have it checked by a medical professional and review with them if that's safe for you. So my number two recommendation is vitamin D. My third recommendation for my favorite supplements for all of us is vitamin C. So vitamin C, also called ascorbic acid, is a vitamin in humans in that we have to consume it from an outside source. As with the other recommendations, your best bet is you want to consume your vitamin C in your food. So you do want to try to get it in by eating plants, leafy greens, citrus fruit, um, really any type of fruit or vegetable is going to have some vitamin C in it. And then depending on your needs, what's going on around you, if you think you're going to be encountering a lot of infectious agents, like you're going to have to travel or be in large gathering, um, taking a vish additional vitamin C. So for myself, uh, because I treat patients 
I have to treat people that are sick with things that are infectious, coronavirus, influenza, pneumonia. Um, I opt to take an additional vitamin C every day. And I've come to really like the Ester C version, the sterified vitamin C, because it seems to be easy on the tummy. And um, just me personally, knock on wood, um, I've... um, for several years have been able to avoid catching things from my patients, knock on wood in my head and a pinch of salt over my shoulder and everything else and gratitude. I haven't contracted coronavirus yet. Um, so now that that could be a whole different story. I recently learned that some of us may be, um, uh, there was a term I saw uh, in a science scientific article um, that some of us may truly be resistant. So up to this point, I have not had coronavirus. Um, but I don't know if it's maybe to do with my habit of taking an additional vitamin C, which I had started years ago because I didn't necessarily want to miss clinic knowing I had to treat infectious patients. And I was, I don't like to get sick. I mean, well, you'll probably know from all my content that like I, you know, I believe that energy medicine and meditation and stress reduction, all of those things are worthwhile, but I, I just don't like to catch stuff if I can't avoid it. So my number three recommendation is vitamin C. Um, typically, you'll find it in around 500 milligrams, um, in addition to making sure you consume enough vitamin C. My fourth recommendation for supplements for all of us that you might want to consider are in the form of omega-3s. So getting in enough omega-3s is important. And again, you want to start with consuming them. So in your diet, you want to have uh, nuts, a healthy source. So preferably they haven't been um, uh, roasted or baked in salt or other spices. If you can get them just in their raw, pure form, excellent snack addition to your cereals or your salads, uh, or I actually put them in my soups. Um, you want to consume them in avocados. Who doesn't like avocado? Well, I take that back. Some people don't like avocado or are allergic to it, but they're a good source of omega-3s and seafood. So um, sardines, anchovies, salmon, fatty fish. But of course, consuming those may not be an option or may not be accessible or just may not be dietary preference. You know, some people just don't like seafood or allergic to it. So um, omega-3s can be found in many forms. This is another place where I would, you know, say you, you need to talk to your medical professional about what would work for you and what your possible needs would be. But for most of us trying to get in um, at least a thousand milligrams of omega-3s, and then depending on your bodily needs, possibly up to 4,000 milligrams of omega-3s. So there's uh, capsules. The omega-3s can be sourced from seafood, from algae, or from seed sources. And so sometimes with patients that are preferring to be, uh, uh, or that are vegan or vegetarian, then I'll hunt for a source of omega-3 that comes from um, algae or from a seed source like flaxseed. Or if someone is uh, planning to conceive or is pregnant, 
um, they may benefit from like larger forms of omega-3 or someone who has a ton of inflammation like arthritis, fibromyalgia, and addition, maybe has like high cholesterol that I know is, you know, not going to be conceiving, you know, male patient, for instance, um, an omega-3 source from fish oil or krill oil that's approaching 4,000 milligrams a day could be of benefit. Omega-3 benefits our brains, our nerves, our muscles, our mood. Um, and it's just a good idea and probably something we're all deficient in. It is possible to check that level in your blood work, but that gets a little bit more um, involved. So speak to your medical practitioner about if that would be possible or if not, if it's safe for you to be adding an omega-3. So my fourth recommendation would be omega-3 supplement. And for my final recommendation, my fifth recommendation for supplements for all of us would be a high quality multivitamin. So multivitamins has been a personal and professional struggle for me for years. When I first started practice, the recommendation I got in my traditional training was that multivitamins were a good idea. And then immediately the tide shifted to multivitamins were a waste of time. And then over the years, and as I accumulate more knowledge, especially as I've decided to delve into integrative medicine, formally studying functional medicine now, and starting to become more sensitive to uh, aging patients, noticing nerve damage, nerve symptoms, fatigue, um, mood-related symptoms that don't respond to medications is noticing that the nutritional deficiencies actually get to be profound in that someone might appear to look great to me in the clinic. And then if we test things like their vitamin C level or their B12 level, they have absolutely none. So of course, trying to get down to the wood of where the deficiency is, you know, do they have a digestive disorder or um, is this a patient that had weight loss surgery that's been successful like years ago? And because they've done so well with the weight loss surgery, no one has asked how they actually feel. So they may have lost over 100 pounds and be profoundly deficient in vitamin B12. And it's been overlooked that they should be taking some. So taking a high quality multivitamin for most of us is okay. Um if you have history of heart disease, cancer, if you're seeing a cardiologist, if you have kidney disease, if you could be or are on chemotherapy, you really have to discuss with your specialist if that's a good idea or your primary care doctor, but otherwise taking a multivitamin. So I have, um, now this is only personal, just what I do. I like the Alive brand because they have a chewable that tastes good although I'm very mature most of my life, that chewable multivitamin, (laughs) it's like a candy and I just can't resist it. But, um, you know, high quality multivitamin and um, I'll refer you back to full scripts. The the online dispensary is a good place to start researching which will work for your needs. Multivitamins come in different brands, different types. There's some for senior citizens, some for men, some for women, prenatal vitamins for pregnancy, multivitamins for children. And so that's why it would be good to get tailored recommendations. But otherwise, as I'm discovering that for a lot of us, we can't, although we try very hard with our nutrition, we still need an extra boost. My fifth recommendation is a high quality multivitamin. 
So I hope this show has been helpful for you. Um, In your show notes, I'll include some additional resources on um, how to find my full scripts uh, recommendations, as well as just some resources on supplements. Um, Supplements are not to be taken lightly. And as we learned from my guest, Dr. Wynn, that supplements can impact your medications, can interfere with something very serious. So although supplements are readily available to you, You really want to talk to your doctor, your pharmacist, all of your specialists before you pursue those. And honestly, you can save yourself money. So many of my patients are spending hundreds of dollars on supplements. And I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to get healthier. But because it's just readily accessible and the label looks so enticing, they just start to buy, buy, buy. And then they asked me to review them and I can't make heads or tails because they're taking five or 10 or 20 supplements. So um, you can really be quite a savvy consumer and patient by just putting a little thought, you know, if it's a supplement, is that something you really need? Do you want to talk to someone about it? Do you research? Because even though you don't need a prescription, it can impact your body like a prescription. So thank you so much for joining me next week. We're going to do an episode called beyond the appeals, because we started the month talking about prescriptions with a pharmacist. I was so honored to have her. We just talked about supplements. So next week, we're going to talk about how to go beyond prescriptions. Then we'll end the month with a meditation that'll kind of support our efforts to get beyond just our prescriptions to feel better. Thank you so much for joining me. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you.